Hello and welcome to Be The Wolf. I am your host, Jenea Barnes. Many people struggle to be the fullest, biggest, truest versions of themselves. They bend to fit into other people's ideals of who and what they should be. They tame their brilliance to avoid judgment and gain approval. A long time ago, people attempted to tame the wilderness of Yellowstone National Park by eradicating predators. Taming the wilderness collapsed the ecosystem. But there's hope. In the mid-90s, 41 wolves were introduced into the park and with this, the ecosystem replenished itself and flourished. The wolves did nothing but be exactly who they are meant to be and do what they were born to do. So I say to you, be the wolf. Hello, hello everybody, and welcome to this episode of Be the Wolf. I am here with Dr. Isabel Perez, and we are going to talk about conforming to those things that other people want or listening to what's true and right for us and sometimes doing the brave thing and walking away. Well, do you conform and stay or do you walk away and follow the heart? I think a lot of people have been faced with that challenge. But Isabel does some really amazing things that are a little outside the box and in the best way. So I'm going to let her tell you a little bit about what it is that she does. Isabel, tell us. Thank you so much, though. Thank you for having me here. Well, I am, I am an integrative dentist. A lot of people say, what is that? What is an integrative dentist? What's the difference between an integrative biological dentist compared to a regular dentist? And the difference is that we go and look for the root cause of the problems. And then my journey started when I had a couple of patients that I was doing everything I knew that I had to do, but they were not improving. They had, especially one patient, I remember she had a lot of ulcers, like big lesions in her mouth. And with what I learned in dental school, she was not getting better. And every time she will come, it's like, improving but then not completely heal so i started thinking i need to do something a little bit like more deep deeper than what i already know i need to go and find what is causing this because it's i'm not helping her so her problem was systemic her problem was in her body her immune system was not doing okay and that's why she was not healing so then I decided to go and study, do a PhD in integrative medicine. So that opened up more doors for me to see different things. But the more I studied, the more I learned, the more I knew that <laughs> what I found out that I didn't know anything. So it got even kind of, I went in this rabbit hole and decided to start implementing other things in my practice. And mm -hmm. now I am... 100% a biological dentist looking at the root cause of the problems and analyzing what it is that is causing the conditions that the patients have, the cavities, the inflammation in their gums. And then what I what we do is that we understand that there is a connection, a huge connection between the mouth and the body. 
Okay, before we get there, I want to touch a little bit on one of the be the wolf qualities that you really, in your bio, when you read your bio, you talk about how you did a lot of work with people with low income. And so you, right off the bat, you had this desire to help is what I can see from that. And by working with people in lower income brackets, they don't tend to have as much access to health resources and the things to, in theory, take care of the body. So a lot of the sort of root cause stuff is going to be, I would guess, I'm totally making an assumption here, is going to be more manifest in the body when you come from a lower socioeconomical place. Does that sound correct to you? Mm, yes or and more no. Obvious, or more obvious, I should say, maybe. There Definitely, there is, there's more things that can happen when you don't have the education or the means or when you don't have access to professional health or help. So in the, like, for example, third world countries, in some rural areas, there is no access to, to see a doctor or a dentist for many, many miles. Even they have to be in, probably in the car for five hours or more to be able to have access to a, to a doctor or a dentist. So there's definitely a lot of things in there that can cause problems down the road. But I was talking to a friend and we were talking about the kids that, and, and for example, in South America, I'm from South America. And when we had to go and do some rural work, some work when we were in dental school, for example, and even after dental school, I, I volunteered to go to the different areas where they didn't have access to see the dentist. Or the doctor and we will go a team of medical professionals will go to these areas and provide services to them there is a lot of lack of education especially with nutrition and nutrition is key for dental health and and, and general health and then so they were giving kids a lot of things that were high in sugar or processed foods and that was causing a lot of problems in their teeth. And also one of the things that they were doing was that they were giving them milk, for example, at night and they were put the babies or the, the toddler to sleep with the bottle in their mouth full of sugar. It was cane sugar and they thought it was healthy, but cane sugar is, is not good for your teeth, especially if you're exposing it for multiple hours and the babies or the toddlers were sleeping with their bottle then it will you will end up seeing a lot of decay on those on those front teeth mainly those anterior teeth so that was one of the things but then forget about flossing cuz they they didn't really have an idea of that and if they did they rather had food in their table than go and buy dental floss right. or even a new toothbrush every every few months so that will definitely impact the quality of your oral health. Yeah, definitely. And so when you were in dental school and you talked about this woman that had the ulcers in her mouth, <clears throat> so what I'm hearing in that is that there was this pattern, like you would treat it and it wouldn't go away and you would treat it and it wouldn't go away. And so this sparked 
curiosity. Like, why is what I was taught not working? And I think mm -hmm. a lot of people are in businesses, in systems, all kinds of things where you were taught to do things a certain way. And then you get in there and it's not working the way you wanted it to. It's like putting band-aids on the problem, but it's not actually solving the problem. So you got curious, which of course is a very big be the wolf quality. I think it is the thing that drives us to keep learning and growing. And so what's the first thing that you started to understand about the mouth and how it reflects the rest of the body? So I was seeing that the patients, for example, with diabetes, a patient with diabetes, the healing is not that great, especially if the diabetes, the, the diabetes is not under control. So you will do a good cleaning on their patient, this patient's teeth and their gums are completely inflamed. There is a lot of bleeding. And even though they're doing a really good job taking care of their oral hygiene and they were having regular cleanings, their, their gums were not healing. And then also if you were going to have to remove and extract a tooth, the healing will be really, really slow. And I was like, okay. And they didn't, at that time, for example, a specific patient didn't know that he was a diabetic. And so then and he's like, what's happening? Okay, let's start finding out. Are you, what's, what's, how is your health? When you cut your skin, does it heal fast? No, by the, actually it takes a long time. So, okay. So that's another indication. Like if your healing is not doing great, something else is happening systemically. So sure enough, he went and had a checkup with the doctor blood sugar levels were super high. So he started treatment. He started controlling and monitoring his diet. And then his inflammation improved. And then, for example, patients that have digestive issues, they have a lot of bloating or they are just not being regular with their digestion or they are having acidity like gastritis. Then we start seeing a lot of signs in the in the mouth we see for example more inflammation in the tongue certain areas of the tongue are are having different patches or the tongue is a little more swollen and then they start seeing marks around the tongue and that could be something else but if it's digestive related we can see that as well or we can see that they have very acidic ph for example the pH is really low, especially with patients that have acid reflux. So there were other things that were systemically causing the problems in their mouth. Mm. Well, so then we needed to, yeah, we, we needed to address different the the situation. Yeah, and it's interesting you talk about the tongue looking different and under when you have certain symptoms or certain systemic problems. And of course, you look at Chinese medicine, one of the ways they diagnose is by the tongue. Mm -hmm. And so now you started, you started learning about the correlations between the systemic root problems and what was showing up in the mouth. And you started implementing a little bit of that into the practice. Yes. Mm -hmm. Well, that was later, though. Yeah, because okay. it was not in dental school when I had this patient. Actually, it was later in in, in my career, and 
I wish I knew this a lot earlier enough, you know, because there were a lot of cases that I could have maybe treated a little bit different or maybe given like say, okay, you need to go to the doctor because this is not doing okay. Right. And now I can see it very clear, especially with every single patient that we're going to do, for example, an extraction, I require them to do at least a vitamin D level test. Because if the vitamin D levels are low, the healing is not going to be that great. But then mm. with every single patient that we do an extraction, I draw blood, we draw blood, we spin it, and we use what, what is called PRS, PRF, which is platelet-rich fibrin, which is different than some other procedures that they use for the facials and stuff. But platelet-rich fibrin has all the building blocks of your body to help you create new bone to help you heal the gum tissue. So then once we put it in there, it's going to heal beautiful. But then there are some patients that when they're systemically compromised or where their immune system is not doing great, we don't get that firing. It's just liquid. It's just the, the nutrients are not there. So there is a huge deficiency in those patients. The healing is really poor. They take a lot longer, maybe two, three times longer than another type, another patient where the fibrin was perfect, all the levels were good. So the difference is huge. We can see a big change when the systemic condition, the systemic health is not doing good. And then at the same time, if the mouth is not doing good, it's definitely affecting the rest of the body. Mm. And so you started, was this one of the first things you started doing was doing this extraction to see, or the extraction of the blood to see how well the healing would happen? That's one of the things that we do, but we see, for example, a lot of enamel gets really thin in, in the upper anteriors on the inside, on the palate side, and we see on the palate side, we see a lot of that in patients like, for example, with bulimia, with anorexia, patients mm -hmm. that are having some acid reflux. So then with these patients, there's other approach that we need. Because what, and this is something that happened later in my career is that I started learning how there is a huge connection between the psycho-emotional aspect of our patients and actually with ourselves that is reflected in the body. The body is actually, is so smart and it tries to help us the best it can by giving us messages, but we don't understand those messages. So what I tell all my patients is you need to listen to your body and just try to see what it is that is trying to tell you. What is it trying to communicate to you? And then just listen to that. But before I started on my biological dentistry, I was working as a, a conventional dentist for over 20 years. And I felt that I was there was something missing that I needed to do more for my patients. But when you're so comfortable, and this is the part of the be the wolf, when you're so comfortable, you wanna just kind of be in that comfort zone, right? Everything right. is the same. You're Because sometimes you're afraid of getting out of that comfort zone, right? And then mm -hmm. for things happen, the universe shows you different things. And, and then I got the doors open and then now I'm 100% a biological dentist and I would not change it for a minute. 
Yeah. Well, it's interesting, you know, we get these, you know, we sit in our comfort zone, most of us, because it's comfortable. <laughs> Let's face it. But when we do that and we start to get, you know, you talked about the body giving you messages about stuff that's wrong. Well, it's all connected. The mind, the body, they've proven beyond a reasonable doubt in science that it's all connected. So once you start to understand and know more and know that maybe what you're doing now does not fit in alignment with your true values, then you start to not feel so good even in that comfort zone. And eventually either life is going to push you out of that comfort zone or you're going to start to feel uncomfortable enough in that comfort zone that you'll walk away. And so what I really hear in your story is so much about wanting to help, wanting mm -hmm. to really do a lot for your patients. And once you started to see these patterns of things that were happening, these systemic patterns, and that sparked your curiosity, and then you started digging down, going down the rabbit hole. I am the master of going down the rabbit holes. I know a lot of weird information because of this and all, all coalesces at different points in my life. But when you start going down the rabbit hole, that starts to set you up for not being comfortable in your comfort zone again anymore. Mm -hmm. Yes, and so exactly. How was it? Now we, I know there was this point when it switched and you became a 100% biological dentist, but in that sort of in-between period, which is where a lot of people are sitting, they're like, okay, I know this isn't right for me, but it's safe. I have a paycheck. Everything is like, okay, right now. Like, I don't want to rock the boat because it's okay. <laughs> so what were some of the stuff, what were some of the things you told yourself as you were sort of going through this in-between period? Well, there were, there was a lot of frustration, a lot of doubts, a lot of fear, right? Mm -hmm. That sometimes we can we can be brave enough and to do this on our own, but sometimes somebody has to push us to do it. Mm -hmm. And then we can show ourselves that we are able to do this, to do whatever we're planning to do, to, to do what we desire to do. And that's mm -hmm. what happened to me. So I was working and uh, my my business partner said, I think we got to a point where we are too far apart and we are working in different ways. And I thank him every single day for telling me this because now I am doing what I'm passionate about. Now I'm doing what I was meant to be doing. Yeah. And I just love it. I just love it. But I had to be pushed in a way to be able to do what I'm doing right now. Right. And, and there is that point, right, where it's like, okay, you stay here and you ignore this calling within you and you conform to whatever the other way is. You do things the way you're supposed to do them <laughs> or you follow 
your heart's desire. And now one of the things, yes, it takes bravery and that most people are not brave enough to keep taking those steps on their own without a nudge. There are some people that are like that. I like to think that I am. And in some ways I totally am. And in other ways, it's like, nope, you're still sitting back waiting for that like universe to push you over the edge. <laughs> we always, but we're always trying to do the best that we can, right? That's, mm -hmm. that's what we naturally are trying to do. But when you had the doubts and the fears, like, can you tell me a little bit about a conversation that might've gone in on in your head with like, do, do I stay in this partnership? I know he came to you or your partner came to you and said that I think we're out of alignment here. Mm -hmm. And just for the record, everybody, that doesn't mean that the other person was wrong. It no, he's a great means, dentist. It just means the alignment and the approach was not in sync. And, mm -hmm. you know, like, I'm not going to be the right coach for everybody. Dr. Isabel's not going to be the right dentist for everybody. And it's important that we have all these varying viewpoints and ways of working out there so that we can find the right fit to get us to the next level of wherever it is that we want to go. So before your partner said anything, you started to have a conversation. I mean, I know there was an inner knowing going on. Tell me a little bit about maybe what that conversation in your head was like, because I think a lot of people could relate. Well, the conversation that I was having is like, can I do this? Of course, all this self-doubt and will I be able to do it? But then there was something bigger inside of me that was saying, you already know that you can do more than this. And if you stay here, you're just going to be miserable. Yeah. And I was just deciding, okay, what is it that I am going to do? What am I going to do? So I started working at another practice simultaneously what I had my practice. And it was a biological practice. That's where I practice right now. Once I start seeing all the things that I was able to do there, it was just like that itch was like, it was getting that, that discomfort, that frustration was getting worse. Mm. And I could not, I could not not be doing what I'm doing right now. I could not sleep if I continue practicing the way I was. And it's not that I'm disregarding the ability of many dentists, but when you know something, you cannot unknow it. Exactly. <laughs> so then it's like, I cannot continue practicing how I was practicing, knowing what I know now. Yeah. So then now it's just happiness, bliss inside of me because I know I'm doing the best I can and I'm giving them more chances to my patients to have a beautiful, healthy smile. But then it goes deeper than that. Because somebody told me that you're not only, they told me, you're not only touching mouth, you're touching hearts. Mm. And this is where my passion goes. Because I love dentistry, I love biological dentistry, but I discover something even deeper than 
just healing the oral health or healing the oral cavity. And it is that you can just go a lot deeper when you start understanding those messages that the body has for you. And I discover something that is called dental decoding. Dental decoding is when every single tooth not only connect is not only connected to a meridian in the body that is connected to an organ, but is also connected to an emotion. It's connected to a conflict that needs to be resolved. And then sometimes, I don't know if you have experienced that, a tooth needs a restoration or a cavity, or it has a cavity or it breaks or something happens. And then the same tooth needs the similar procedure or needs to be treated again multiple times. They're like, why is this, why this tooth keeps breaking? Yes, there are a lot of reasons at the physical level, but why is the same tooth? If you have the same, like say, bruxism, if you're clenching and grinding your teeth, why is that specific tooth the only one that is breaking? So then when you go and, and, and investigate, okay, what is the meaning of this tooth? What is that tooth trying to communicate? What is the meridian going in there? Then if it's, for example, the liver meridian, we need to just go and look and see, maybe there is a lot of anger in this patient. Maybe there is some lack of like feeling that they're not financially stable and then they feel this scarcity in, in them. So then that tooth might be having something to do with that. And then what, I, what I'm doing right now is like when I talk to my patients about they come to the office, they have a cavity. I talk to them about, okay, this is what they we need to do, the physical level. But are you interested in finding out what is it that your tooth is trying to communicate? Oh, yes, mm -hmm. please. Every single 100% of the patients, they leave the office crying, not because I treated their tooth, is because I touched their soul. I touched right. their heart. Well, and I would love to show people a little bit. This goes back to the mind and the body are completely connected. There's only like our unconscious, subconscious mind can only communicate through like a story or pain or a metaphor or something. It can't, it doesn't have the language that the conscious mind has, the rationale that the conscious mind has. So it has to try to get your attention some other way. Mm -hmm. So now I'll talk about two of my teeth that I've had issues with, and you can tell me what the thing is and I'll confirm or not confirm that what's going on with me or what has mm -hmm. gone on with me. There is the one, I think it's like the first molar, that I have a root canal in on the mm -hmm. left side, which is this one. Uh huh. You know which tooth that is. Mm -hmm. And so, what is the um, what? Are, what's the thing associated with that tooth? <laughs> so you just spend a few weeks with mom mm -hmm. in Portland. Let's just talk about the. Every quadrant in the mouth is associated with something specific, right? And then I will invite people to just go and take a look at my ebook. I just, I have a, an ebook that starts talking a little bit about what I'm doing. And it has a little explanation of what it is that it means in every qu quadrant. We divide the mouth in four, in the mm -hmm. upper right, upper left, lower left, lower right. 
So the upper left is associated with that connection with the, the internal connection, the connection with your deepest, the deepest desires, but it's also associated with the mother. Because if you, if you think about it, like the mother is the one that is nurturing, the mother is the one that has to breastfeed you, the father is a lot of it, is the examples and the guidance, but the mother is that figure that is nurturing figure. When we talk about that tooth, is it connected with the feeling of belonging? Like I wanna belong to something or I wanna feel that I, I, I have a belonging. Like it can be with the family, it could be in a, in a group, mm -hmm. or it could be associated with the mother, associated with, with this connection with my mother. But it also talks about the needs. What are the needs, but not the needs of the material, the, the ego. They're right. the needs that are, what are the needs of your soul? And are you? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and so I can tell, you know, everybody listening and or watching me growing up, I did not ever feel like my needs got met. One of my core wounds was that I felt like I did not have the right to exist. I was neglected by my mom. She would take off for days at a time. I felt very, you know, my mom was a gaslighter. And for those of you out there, you know, I know we put so much shame on people that gaslight, but you also need to understand people gaslight from the place of not knowing how to deal with their own emotions. So they're just trying to change the outside around them somehow to make it not deal with their own emotions. And my mom definitely did that. So the other tooth is the last one same side so mother again <laughs> thank you but the last one not is, but do you have your, your wisdom tooth or is it no, the one behind it it's the one behind the wisdom tooth because the wisdom tooth is gone and you already have the answer to this what you just, <laughs> <laughs> what you just told us when a child is and you know and we make that Often, I don't want to say a mistake because there is no mistakes. Everything happens for a reason. Mm -hmm. And what you just said is beautiful because everyone, every single parent, every single person is acting with what they have, with what they have experienced. And then this, the parents, they do the best they know. Right. And if they have, we all have wounds. We all have conflicts. We all have traumas. And if we look at that ancestral history, like we have a lot of transgenerational and a lot of this can be explained with epigenetics. Epigenetics, which is a study of that, how the environment and lifestyle affects our genes. So whatever happened to our ancestors can be affecting our personality, our health. So it is coming from that. But that tooth that you talked about, is it's abandonment. Yeah. It's associated. <laughs> it's associated with abandonment. And that's the back one. That's the so if you don't have the wisdom tooth, is the one before the wisdom tooth. Right. So, mm -hmm. And and so just for y'all, like a little even more backstory. So that tooth had a big cavity 
And then right before I moved to New York, a person I had been in love with and had been sort of intertangled with for 10 years, ghosted me completely. And then Talk my about abandonment and my filling fell out. Yes. And then over the course of the next couple of years, even when we put an inlay in it not that long ago, we had to fix it three times. And it wasn't because my dentist was a poor dentist. Mm -hmm. He's really amazing. And mm -hmm. I felt so bad for him. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. It fell out again. We don't know why. Like it's, mm. but yeah. So, you know, just adding some evidence to the, the story right here for the people to actually really understand how connected the emotions in the body really are and how mm -hmm. those traumas or those feelings that sometimes reactivate old wounds can cause what we think are new problems, but really there's something underneath that's Correct. been there for a long time. Yes, what we say in, in, in that biological decoding, which is what is it that the body is trying to communicate, what is how to decode the biology, our body, is that events that happen, for example, what happened to you recently, it's a triggering event of something mm -hmm. that happened a long time ago when you were right. younger, probably, right? Yeah. And with epigenetics, what they say is up to age seven and even before, I'm seeing that even before in vitro, when you're in utero, anything that happens to your mother when you're in utero, the baby's feeling that. And then yep. what happens from zero to seven, those are super important years because a, a person up to age seven, they're like sponges and they believe everything that they tell them. So if a authority figure told you, could be your teacher, it could be your mom, your dad, an uncle or an aunt, that you're stupid or that you're not smart, this boy is going to believe this or this mm -hmm. girl is going to believe this and is going to grow up having confirmations that they're not smart enough. Yeah. Until you go and look at it from a different perspective and you're an expert at doing this, right? Mm -hmm. So then just when you look at it, at the event, you cannot change your past. Unfortunately, you cannot, but you can change the way you see the past and you can change and just tr start transforming and start creating new neuronal pathways. Right. So you can start having a different beliefs because those limiting beliefs need to be eradicated to be able to have a, the life that you desire and deserve. Absolutely. And it's interesting, you're right, when it's in utero as well, because every, every time you have an emotion, a chemical set of neurotransmitters floods the body. And if you're the baby, you can feel it. And mm -hmm. all of that information is located in your subconscious mind. And so some of the work I do with people and we go back and, and because all the information is there, you just have to tap into your subconscious mind. And when you tap into your subconscious mind, you can go back to the very root cause of where these emotions were not processed. 
And when the emotions are not processed, it's like a triggering wound. And it causes you to try to bend and contort to avoid those that unprocessed feeling because your mind thinks that you don't have the resources to handle it. Otherwise, you would have processed the emotions. And so a lot of times we are reliving these events from the mindset of the three-year-old, the five-year-old. And when we're reliving from that place, we don't have access to all of our powerful self. We're sort of stuck, looped back into that place, just like if you have a smell and it brings you right back in time and you can feel the feelings of being right there, it's the exact same thing. It's a neurological link. And if you've got these neurological links to being told that you're not good enough or you're bad, then you're filled with these emotions that don't get processed and you make up these beliefs from a child's mindset. And so when you can go back to those events and see them from your adult perspective, you can start to understand and it processes those emotions. I'm getting all sciencey on y'all. <laughs> I love it. I love it. But it sets you free and it's a big part of, you know, the things that hold you back and most of that stuff that is holding you back was sort of locked in before the age of seven, mm -hmm. when the default mode network for those science geeks out there starts to come online and you start making these correlations and your brain starts to filter from 11 million bits of information down to 60 to 120 bits. So it's just going off what it knows and what it knows is before the age of seven. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, so I have a, cur a curious question. Mm -hmm. One of my childhood friends growing up, you know, I know, because we lived in the same house for a short period of time, I know he experienced a lot of trauma and stuff. To what degree, I have no idea. But his whole mouth, all his baby teeth rotted out. Like his mm -hmm. entire, every single one of his teeth was riddled with cavities as his baby teeth. And later in life, he was diagnosed bipolar. And to what extreme, I have no idea. But it just sort of, it makes me think about that, that correlation of what was going on in his mouth that was trying to communicate something that was so wrong mm -hmm. for him. Yes. And then a lot of the times, and actually when we, when we're going to work with kids, the conflicts are usually the parents' conflicts. So mm -hmm. when you're, when they're baby, or even actually up to maybe age 15, 17, the majority of the problems are coming from the parents. So it's a conflict that the parents have. I'm not saying that a 17 year old, if, if, they have something is not part of what they have experienced because they had experience enough in their lifetime but especially when they're younger it is usually coming from a conflict that needs to be addressed with the parents mm. at the emotional level and then right. we need to go and look at the root cause of the physical body and see what it is that is happening but he also has a, has a diagnosis of bipolar 
And when we start talking about the mind, the problems are even more deep-rooted. And right. it could also have a lot of transgenerational information in him. Yeah. If he had so many cavities, yes, there was something going on at the physical level, maybe with diet, maybe with a lot of sugar, maybe with just not the right oral health. But at the psycho-emotional level, there was a lot of things going on with his parents and probably ancestors too. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. But, you know, the thing is that one of the my favorite things when I discover the, the biological decoding is that if you can find out what it is that that subconscious mind has stored and is keeping you stuck in life just by looking at an x-ray, and if you can find out those subconscious areas that you need to work on, why not? Why wait yeah. 20 years and ex spend millions of dollars in therapy yeah. when you can start having a shortcut and finding yeah. that there are things that you need to work on? And that is so true. When you can really unlock and see what it is that you need to work on when somebody can give you a bit of a map it can shorten the timeline so much it's one of the reasons why i love what i do and because we tap into so much that's going on underneath the hood if you will is that it gives you an ability to shortcut to the healing and to transformation and being able to actually access what it is that you want you know people come to me and i say oh well how are you about well i'm getting better at my boundaries and maybe you've stepped through and you know you've forced your way through it a whole bunch of times but when there's some other deeper level stuff going on you're gonna have to continue to push your way through it and when you're pushing your way through something you're not showing up as your best self mm -hmm. versus when uh, you can just step into it mm -hmm. and that's a big piece of where in your career it really makes a big difference in you know if you're too scared that but you do it anyway you're pushing through to get there and so you might show up a little discombobulated and a little weird with the way you talk about things and maybe you might be off-putting but when you don't have the fear anymore and you can just step into it people are drawn to you so it, it makes a big difference when you're talking about the kind of things that you attract and allow in your life when you can get to those root causes and clear them up mm -hmm. it's very powerful in the body and the mind absolutely yes i agree one of my favorite questions is what if yeah. you know it's so powerful like yes you can have fear but what if i I'm able to do what I want. What if it's just there's possibilities, right? And then I yeah. love the acronym of fear, like false evidence appearing real. It is mm -hmm. so true because usually we're afraid of something that probably is not going to happen. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's anxiety. And, you know, that's another thing about 
something so cool like dental decoding is if I had come to you at the time that that root canal was happening and you were doing this work, it would have been, I, I had no idea what emotional issues were going on with me. And I'd been in therapy for 10 years. I had no freaking clue. All I knew is that my mom really wasn't there for me very much. And I was just then starting to realize that in my late 20s. And so getting that shortcut to like, oh, this is what your body is telling you is a powerful thing to help you transform quickly or it's never quit. Like it's not instant y'all. There's no silver bullet. You still have to do the work, but you get to move through it a lot faster. I spent probably 10 years getting to the root of all of that. And the good news is, is I get to take all the stuff that I've learned and give it to all of y'all, which is a powerful thing. And I'm so grateful for my journey because of that. Mm-hmm. But not everybody is here to give back in that way. They just want to create these great lives that they love. And so shortening that road is super beneficial to allowing people to be able to give to the world in the way that they want to give to the world. Mm -hmm. Yes, I agree. Well, on that note, Dr. Isabel, tell people how they can get in touch with you, how, you know, if they can work with you virtually, does it have to be in person? Where do they get the ebook? Tell us all the things. So yeah, they can go to my website, drisabelperez.com or drisabelperez.com. And on the learn section, there's a lot of good information on my blog. I talk about how to decalcify your pineal gland, for example, what to do with that connection with your body. And the ebook is in there. It's in Spanish and in English. So you can find the button ESP and then we have the, the link for, for you. They can just go there and contact me. Everything is virtual. I don't need to see them. I can just look at the x-rays. Take. They're going to send me some photographs so I can see inside the mouth. And I can just either do a, a dental decoding, biological decoding session. It's a combination of both. Or if they have some questions regarding biological dentistry, then I'll, I'll do the tele- telehealth. That's so cool that with just the x-rays, people can actually get the dental decoding and find out what's going on, more information, deeper, greater understanding of what their body is trying to tell them. That is amazing. Her her Instagram is also at Dr. Period Isabel Perez, and that ebook is drisabelperez.com slash ebook dash ESP. So get that. I know I'm going to get it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to be like, I have like, I can't, I don't even know which other cavities I have, but it's just like, oh yeah, all mom on that side. (laughs) It makes so much sense. (laughs) Yes. And hopefully that I've cleared so much of that, that inlay will stay. (laughs) Yes, yes. 
And for those of you that want to break through some of that emotional stuff that are that's holding you back from having the career that you truly want, you want to sort of jump through in a faster rate to clear up those issues that are keeping you stuck in these old patterns. It's really about the old patterns. You've had these jobs that you just one that you don't like after another, and you can't quite seem to figure out what is, what's causing it. Um, we'll get to the root of that and clear it up so you can move forward powerfully into careers that you love. I have a free gift also. <laughs> it's five secrets that you need to make the right career moves. And you can find that at elevatefreegift.com. If you're driving, do not do this, but otherwise open up a browser, type it in elevatefreegift.com and you'll get on my mailing list. You can also contact me via my website, all of those things. Now, Isabel, if you were going to give your past self that was struggling in that place of, do I conform? Or do I take the leap? If you were going to give yourself some past advice or some advice for that period in your life when you were having those mental conversations in your head, not with the self-doubt, what would you tell yourself? I will tell myself, follow your heart and walk away. Mm. Yes. There's wisdom. And for those of you listening when you don't follow your heart, when you don't follow what's true and right for you, it will manifest in the body. Mm -hmm. Maybe not right away, but eventually. Yes. So the sooner you learn to listen, the sooner you will have more happiness in your life. Yes, and things will flow, you know, because that's the thing. We get stuck and then we are just in the same situation. But when you're following your heart, when everything is flowing, when you're working on your past memories, conflicts, and then just seeing it from a different perspective, things start flowing. Yeah. That's 100% true. It's like you hit this, the, it's almost like you hit a glass heat ceiling. And then when you get to that place, like you've got to recognize, you can see through it, you can see that there's more, but you've got to realize that you've got to break the glass to get there. Yes. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining me today and sharing your knowledge, your wisdom and your experience with us. I really appreciate you. Thank you so much. All right, everybody. We'll see you next time. Bye. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of Be The Wolf. Please take a moment to rate, share, and follow this podcast so that together we can inspire others to be the wolf.